as we move into 2024, we're seeing more and more teachers union representatives talking about comprehensive sex education and why they believe that parents should not have the final authority in the lives of their children as it relates to government education and what those kids are being taught. Today, I'm going to focus on education and why I think it is the preeminent issue or it should be in the 2024 elections and in the hearts and minds of parents. Anyone who's concerned about children need to sit down and listen to the next few minutes of the podcast. My name's Heidi St. John. You have found the Off the Bench podcast. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Today's podcast is being sponsored in part by my friends at Brave Books. You guys, I love this company. They are getting really great books into the hands of children. The Freedom Island Book Club is a book club that will give your kids a brand new book every single month that teaches the values that you hold dear. We're talking about American values. We're talking about biblical principles. And I am excited to be the newest author over at Brave Books. My brand new book, The Mouse in the Sea, just came out. You guys can get it by becoming a part of the Freedom Island Book Club. Don't forget, you guys can join for 20% off using the promo code Heidi. Check it out. It's a fantastic way to support a company that's doing its very best to combat the woke ideology that's in children's books all around the world. Check it out at bravebooks.com. Use the promo code Heidi and you'll get my brand new book, The Mouse in the Sea, in your very first Freedom Island Book Club book. This is an important topic to me. As you guys know, I am the mother of seven children, and now we've got four grandchildren, and I know that we're going to have more grandkids, and I don't think that we are doing a good, and I still do not think that we are talking about this issue enough. Someone asked me just the other day what I thought about the education system in the United States, and I said it is broke beyond recognition. It is broken beyond recognition. And I frankly don't think it can be saved. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. The Bible, of course, has a lot to say about the role of parents in the lives of their children. We know that we are the ones as mom and dad who are responsible for what our children hear and what they take into their hearts when we are raising them. Proverbs 22 verse 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. In Proverbs 1 verse 7, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And as I am looking around at what's happening in the culture right now with regard to education, I want to remind you guys again that this, these things are not isolated to a school in a large uh, urban area. These issues are being pushed out by the National Education Association. And I'm telling you what, if you get onto their website, if you look for their mission, their values, what they believe in, what they want to teach your children via their woke, disgusting ideological um, movement, then you'll recognize very quickly why this is in small town America. The people that are pushing these agendas in the government school system understand something that we need to understand, and that is this. Education is discipleship. It is the passing on of our values, what we hold dear to the next generation. And the National Educators Association is really advocating for change. If you were to go to nea.org forward slash advocating for change, I want you guys to look this stuff up for yourself because I know 
that there are still a lot of you who believe, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm here to tell you right now, it is a five alarm fire. It is a fire for the future of this country. It is a fire for freedom. It is a fire for liberty. It is a fire for those of us who want to train our children in righteousness. And in every corner of America, the National Education Association is pushing back against the right of parents to direct the upbringing of their children. Several weeks ago, I attended a lunch and there was a teacher at that luncheon and she apparently did not know who I was. And we kind of, you know, people went around the room and explained what they did. And she said she was a teacher and the subject came up about how difficult the job is of teachers right now. And listen, my heart goes out to a public school teacher who's actually trying to do a good job because it is a difficult situation. We have abdicated as parents We have given over the role that we are supposed to have has been given to us by God. We have given it over. We've given it over to our pastors on Sunday morning and to the youth pastors on Wednesday night. We gave it over to the teachers when we decided that we could just drop off our kids and the teachers would do the job of training our kids in reading, writing, and arithmetic. We have abdicated our role as parents. And so that is on parents. But I'll tell you what, what is coming out of the National Educators Association And what you see moving forward as we move into 2024 tells me that this fight is far from over. And as I was listening to this woman talking, she basically said that parents should not be allowed to teach their own children. She said parents are not capable of educating their own children. I'll tell you what, you guys, when it got around to my turn and I got to introduce myself, I had a couple things to say because it's absolutely wrong that parents can't teach their own children. And I'm here to tell you, I think parents should be teaching their children as much as it depends on us. We should be taking as much authority and as much control as we can in determining what our children are listening to, what they're learning, what they are reading, It is the job of parents to do that. And as a woman who has educated seven children at home, I can tell you right now, that those children are doing fine. They're doing just fine out into the real world. And I got a private school education. And I'll tell you what, I believe that homeschooling done right, I mean, Christian schooling, absolutely. But I'm here to tell you, I I have gotten to the point now where when people say to me, Oh, hey, I just, I, I have no other option. I think that that's actually the exception and not the rule. My experience has been, it's not that parents can't do it. It's that they don't want to do it. And I think we should just at least be honest about it. We should at least say, you know what? I don't care that my kids are learning that there's 400 genders and they could be a narwhal whale on Friday if they want to be. I don't care if my kids are learning that capitalism is evil. I don't care if my kids are learning about transgenderism. I don't care about any of that stuff because I want to have a break during the day or because we want to have that big house in the country or because, 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 because. Because the reality is this. If it matters to us, we will make a way. The Bible is very clear. Where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. And I believe that if we really treasured our children, if we really understood what was happening in in the education system in this country, particularly as it relates to public education and to the government schools, we would wake up if we really understood and we would change the way we are doing things. Uh, I want to just encourage you as you go to the NEA's website and you look to see what they're doing. Uh, This is an agenda that is broken 
and it is in almost every school in the United States of America. This is an interesting interview with the Education Secretary, Medel Cardona. This was from a couple of months ago. I think it's three months ago. But he's responding to questions that are being asked of him about parents and the right and the right of parents to ed- determine the education of their children and he said that he does not respect people who are quote misbehaving in public and then acting like they know what's right for kids he gave this interview with the associated press discussing the state of education in the United States including the recent Supreme Court decisions on race-based admissions and the Biden administration's attempt to relieve student debt, which, by the way, completely unconstitutional. The Biden administration, one of the most corrupt uh, administrations ever to be in the United States of America. But listen to what Secretary Cordova said when he was asked about the role of parents specifically. You've said that public education and public schools are under attack. I'm wondering whether this is something that other education secretaries have had to grapple with. You know, I've been in education, uh, you know, about 25 years, um, not including the time I was in higher ed as a student. Uh, I've never seen it where it is now. There was civility. We could disagree. We could have healthy conversations. Um, around what's best for kids. I respect differences of opinion. I don't have too much respect for people that are misbehaving in public and then acting as if they know what's right for kids. So I just want to clear something. When he says he's talking about parents that are misbehaving, people who are misbehaving in public, he's talking about parents who are going to school board meetings who are saying, no, we do not want you teaching this stuff to our children. No, we do not want these these books in our in our libraries. No, we don't want you teaching uh, graphic sex education lessons to children. And they have every right to know what is being taught to their children. But the balance of the education system in this country has determined that parents no longer have that right. Interesting to see what's happening in higher education. The Secretary of Education uh, just touched on it for a moment in his comments. But Harvard's president, and we saw this uh, a couple of days ago, Claudine Gay, has resigned after her horrific comments about whether or not it was appropriate on Harvard's campus for students to call for the genocide of the Jews. Harvard knows that this is a long overdue forced resignation and that their former president was an anti-Semitic plagiarist. And I think it's going to be the very beginning of what is going to be the great scandal of any college or university in history. I agree with uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, who released a statement about this yesterday. Our education system is on fire, and it needs to be on fire because it needs to be rebuilt from the ground up. The, uh, the education of our children needs to be paramount to us right now, and that is starting in kindergarten. I have a great amount of respect for Governor Ron DeSantis for taking this issue on in the great state of Florida. And he has been talking now openly about what is happening in our schools. He made these comments a year ago, but I want you to listen to him because what he was saying was, I'm going to open the door for a conversation about what is happening in our schools that absolutely needs to take place. Let's listen to what Governor DeSantis had to say. Biden administration working with the National School Board Association didn't like parents. Uh, having a voice. In fact, they uh, did a, a 
letter from the National School Board Association, which we now know was engineered by people in the Biden administration and in these unions, uh, but they were basically trying to characterize parents going to these school board meetings as akin to domestic terrorists. Um, and they wanted the FBI and the Attorney General uh, to get involved to try to referee these school board meetings. Now, we opposed that in Florida from the beginning. and We said we would not be. So what I want you to hear here is that Governor DeSantis is saying that the Biden administration, and this includes Secretary Cordova, they view parents not as the primary decision makers in the lives of their kids, but as people who are just really like a fly in the ointment in what they're trying to teach children via the government school system. It's very important that we understand what God's word says about education. There is absolutely no getting around the fact that God tells us that our children come to us as sort of wet cement and we have the opportunity to train them we are called to train our children in righteousness. And I thought this was interesting, uh, an article I found on Fox News. It says sex ed in middle school now includes graphic lessons on anal sex, oral sex, and masturbation with stick figures to illustrate body positions. Supplemental reading in middle school libraries include sex, puberty, and all that stuff, which is a book explaining foreplay and how to rub the sex organs of women to produce pleasure. Massachusetts curriculum tells seventh graders how to use cling wrap as a dental dam around their teeth for safe oral sex. A majority of states now require sex education to be labeled as, quote, comprehensive, thanks to aggressive lobbying by activists. Planned Parenthood, the largest producer of sex ed curriculum for public schools, argues that children are entitled to know how to, quote, experience different forms of sexual pleasure. And you guys, I've been saying this for a really long time, and I said earlier, and I'm going to continue to say it, I am done making excuses for parents who will tell me, oh, I just can't do that. Because the reality is, we saw what we will and will not do in the middle of COVID. We know that if there's a virus with a 99.9% survival rate, a 1%, even less than that mortality rate, you will pull your children out of school and you'll do what it takes to protect them. But reality is there is a 99.9% virus with a spiritual mortality rate in our schools right now. And it is up to parents to take their children out of these broken, woke education systems and decide to again become the people that we are supposed to be in the lives of our children. We are the ones who are supposed to be determining what they will and will not learn when they are little. And it makes me sad that we've decided to steal the innocence of our children in the name of teaching them about things that they are not ready to learn and have no business hearing about when they are little children. The innocence of our children is at stake right now. I was reading about just, you know, the the sex ed curriculum that's in our schools right now. And you guys, all you have to do is get on any major search engine and see what's happening around the country. New York schools are giving graphic sex ed lessons to fifth graders. I can't even read to you on the air the kinds of things that they are teaching your children. And people will say to me, oh, that's not happening in small town America. That is the point of this podcast. It is absolutely happening in small town America. It's happening in the Midwest. 
West. It's happening in the South. People think, oh, that's just happening in places like Chicago and Portland, Oregon and Los Angeles. But the truth of the matter is it's happening all over the country. It's particularly pungent when it comes to these smaller towns where parents believe that they are somehow insulated by what is happening from the National Educators Association. But if your school teachers, and, and I would imagine that if, they're, if they are a part of this, if your school teachers are participating in the union, the most corrupt, evil, wicked union to ever exist in the United States is the National Educators Association. The things that they are pushing to your children are downright sickening. They're downright sickening. And my question for you as we enter into 2024 is, if you haven't pulled your kids out of the government school system, why not? Why not? Why are we making our kids swim through a cesspool for a less than stellar education? Why not? Uh, the state of California, I, I read, you know, and I told you guys this, oh, for goodness sake. I mean, it's been a while now. I've been talking about this since probably 2017, but the state of education in California is horrific. If your children are in a government school system there, I'm telling you what right now, uh, they have adopted a curriculum that actually make your skin crawl. The same is true in Washington state and Oregon. And uh, I had a mom tell me the other day that she just didn't believe that was in her child's school. And I'm here to tell you right now, you have to, at this point, be willfully ignorant to believe that this is not in your child's schools because it absolutely is. The curriculum's being chosen for your children, even if, so let's say you're not even talking about sex ed, right? That's bad enough. Let's talk about history. What are they teaching in the public schools to children with regard to history? They're teaching that our country is inherently racist. They're teaching revisionist history. The 1619 Project is being taught in our schools. And we see that in uh, many of the schools around the country, the essay prompts word uh, problems that used to be, you know, uh, Johnny has, you know, three pickles on his sandwich. If he gives a pickle to his little sister, Sally, how many pickles are left on Johnny's sandwich? I'm telling you what, you guys, the word problems that are in your kids' school in their math books right now are anything but the word problems that you and I remember growing up with. The state required norms and the benchmarks that used to make Americans proud because we knew that our kids were getting a good education have been largely removed across the country. And the NEA is sending emails to your teachers and their staff about what they should and should not teach children. I'm telling you what, it's a five alarm fire in our government school system. And it is time for parents to take their children out of these schools. When we think about our kids, and we think about where we want them to be. I want you to consider with me what is happening in the state of education. Higher education, absolutely for sure. Our community colleges are disgusting places for kids right now. In fact, I heard from a student the other day who said she was just trying to go to a basic philosophy class. And because she refused to participate and play the pronoun game, her professor threatened to fail her for not participating in a delusion that men can become women or somehow our pronouns should be they, them, and theirs and zim and zer. This is insanity at the highest level. And I am wondering if in 2024, and I'm, I'm gonna declare this boldly and I'm gonna be praying for it, you guys. This needs to be the year that we take our children out of the government schools and we say no more. We say no more. We're not gonna do this anymore. Because the Bible teaches us that this is our responsibility, that we want to train our children in righteousness and to protect them, body, soul, mind, and spirit. 
That is the job of parents in this generation. And our, our public schools, our government schools are turning out by the hundreds of thousands every single year, kids who do not have a love for this country, they do not understand basic biology, they have been brainwashed from the time they were five years old. And then we wonder, these parents wake up one day and they go, oh my goodness, I have a communist living in my house and we didn't understand how she got there. Well, I'll tell you how she got there. She got there because you sent her to a school that indoctrinated her to believe that communism was a good idea. Pay attention. The Bible teaches us that when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. The NEA believes it. The question is, do you believe it? If we believe it, if we love our children, if we care about the hearts and minds of our kids, then we need to take a good, hard look at what's happening in our schools and decide if it is in the best interest of our children. And if what they're teaching our children is not in the best interest of our kids and we know about it, then it is our responsibility and God will hold us accountable for what we allow to come into the minds and hearts of our children. You guys, it's so important. Proverbs 4 verse 13 says, keep hold of instruction. Do not let go for she is your life. There is so much power in our words and we need to protect the hearts and minds of our children from the words of the men and women who would do them harm through our government school system who are injuring our children. This is the mission of Firmly Planted Family to help parents thrive uh, during the years of raising their children and beyond. We have started the Homeschool Resource Center here to make sure that every parent who says, you know what, I am willing to take on the challenge, has the support and encouragement that they need. If you guys can support us in this mission, we would be so grateful. We are asking the listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast to come alongside Firmly Planted Family for 2024 and begin to support us monthly. Your donation of $20.24 every single month will help us get children out of the government school system and into places where the education they receive is honoring to the Lord. It's our hope and our desire to get these started all over the country, and we're working on that right now. And we'd love it if you guys would come alongside us. It's more important than you can ever understand. Education is discipleship. Education is not neutral. We have been lied to for generations in this country. When people tell you that education is neutral, believe me when I say it is anything but neutral. And we have not only a responsibility, but an obligation to help our children reach adulthood with their hearts and their minds intact. And this is exactly what the battle is all about. It is about the stealing of innocence from our children. It is about indoctrinating them at a young age. It is about taking away the authority of parents and bestowing it on teachers who do not have the best interest of children at heart. So I hope, I know this is hard for some of you guys to hear, but I hope you'll take the warning to heart today. It is so important as we move into 2024, and I'm going to keep saying it all throughout the whole year, education, education, education. Education is the top issue for 2024 Keep it in the front of your heart. Pray for this country. Pray for the people, the men and women that God has called to the front lines of this very real spiritual battle, because this is a battle for the hearts and minds of a future generation. I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. You guys can reach out to me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. You can also go to my website right now and you can find the link to the Brave Books Book Club 
This podcast is sponsored in part by my friends at Brave Books. I am honored to be the latest author of the Brave Books Freedom Island Book Club series, and you guys can subscribe to that right now by going to bravebooks.com. Save 20% on your Freedom Island Book Club subscription and a brand new book that's going to to promote the values that you hold dear to children will arrive at your doorstep every single month. Check it out, bravebooks.com and use the promo code Heidi. You guys, thank you so much for listening to the show today and for supporting the work that we're doing here at Firmly Planted Family. Don't forget my brand new Bible study in the book of Esther called A Story for the Ages is live right now at the Faith That Speaks community. I hope you'll study God's word with me in 2024 and that this would be the year that you hear the voice of God in your life and you ask yourself a very important question. If my faith found its voice, what would God have me say? Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you right back here again tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.